0: Best friends forever.
1: Until one host says something wrong about the other host's favorite character, why would you
0: say such a thing? Talking all things supernatural and sci-fi television, it's Talking Talking TV TV with Liz Liz and Lindy of TeamTSD.com. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. I'm Liz. And I'm Lindy. And today kicks off another season of Talking TV Recapping The Walking Dead, given that the season seven premiere, right? Seven? Are we in seven? I can't even get
1: anymore. Yeah.
0: Um, I I, I don't even know what to think after that premiere from last night. I just, and if, if those of you that listened to our recaps last year, we like to kind of read everyone else's thoughts the day after and then like consolidate them with our own because if we we just need to process and if we recorded right after it would just be us like crying and screaming the entire time. Right. Right. Um first let's just start off with what did you think? What were what were your thoughts? What was running through your head? What expectations came in just like
1: lay it on me. Okay, so I am I'm so depressing um in a great way. I thought that that was one of their best episodes ever it was just so intense i i don't know it's like so it was so sad and so amazing at the same time um you know liz and i did a podcast i think it was i don't know if it was last week or the week before 2 weeks ago about who we thought were most likely to be killed and we were right actually um and even though i was expecting Glenn and Abraham to die it was still really really sad watching it Um, and seeing Abraham die it was like okay well he was the one to go I could see that coming and then when Glenn died it was like "Oh, oh my god did not I didn't expect that to happen that way and it was just heartbreaking and And watching them die was more gross than anything. But then the aftermath, seeing everyone upset and seeing, you know, Rick struggling. I mean, Andrew Lincoln's just an incredible actor. So just his facial expressions through the whole thing killed me. If he doesn't Um, get an Emmy
0: nomination this year, I'm like, I'm going to egg the the Emmys next year or something. Like, just do it already. (laughs) Like, come on. I mean, how can you? Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, I keep thinking about how Katherine Heigl got nominated for Emmys back in the day for Grey's Anatomy. And it's just like... What bar are you setting, Academy? True.
1: So true, yeah. And then just the end with Maggie. It was just, and you know, it was just an amazing, amazing episode. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan just plays the hell out of Negan. He's so perfect, and I want to hate him, but he's such an amazing villain that, you know, he's enjoyable to watch on screen even when he's a... Completely bashing people's heads in. So, what did you think about it? I thought the exact same. You know, it
0: was, it's, I feel like it's really hard to compete with, um, I believe it was this season five premiere where they were still at Terminus. The trough. Yeah, the trough. I just thought like, I, I kept thinking about all these amazing premieres that they've had, and we keep saying they get better and better and better. And in terms of Walking Dead, I think they get better because they get, I don't want to say more depressing, but it's just like there wasn't some badass moment in this episode. You know, when the trough stuff happened, Carol would come in, and she came in, and she, like, blew it up, and it was all badass, and it was amazing. So are they going to have Ezekiel be, like, the last two minutes? You know, so it's, like, that's the last thing we think about. But it wasn't. I mean, the last two minutes was just them being really fucking sad and just going back to Alexandria like carrying
1: those two bodies. And it was just like,
0: it was senseless, straight up murder. And it was horrible. Yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, in the season six finale, I think it was Scott Gimple who had said, you know, the point of that episode was really to show the breakdown of Rick. Mm -hmm. And we definitely saw that completely happen in this episode. I mean, Rick is at his lowest and it, it it completely reset. The series. They're even more helpless now than they were the beginning of season one. And I think Rick is going to kind of give in to Negan, at least for a little while, because of Carl. I mean, he almost had to cut his own son's arm off. Can you? I mean, I can't even imagine that is insane. So I think what's going to keep Rick from maybe fighting back for a little bit, or at least playing it safe is you know the safety of of Carl he's seen what negan is capable of doing negan has no qualms with killing anybody that he needs to kill i mean he's he's ruthless um and they've never faced anyone like that and the way that he just broke rick down was it was insane it was absolutely insane i mean negan's a psychopath
0: yeah, I definitely agree with all of that. And I think that um, what Negan ultimately, if you guys want to hear what we thought about, um, since we were right about Glenn and Abraham dying, you can reference our previous podcast that you'll find in this post link to hear why what will happen next because of their deaths and how it will catapult certain characters moving forward. Um, because we basically dedicated our entire podcast to Glenn and Abraham dying. Um, so instead of rehashing that for those that have been following this, we'll talk about what this actually means in terms of Rick and the rest of the crew and how they're all going to react. So I think um, with Negan, he now knows that it's going to be tough to keep Rick under wraps. Right. Mm -hmm. And he also knows his number one weak spot, Carl. And he also saw that Carl didn't cry like the entire time. And he was like oddly calm before his dad chopped his arm off. So I think um, there is a storyline of manipulation headed our way with Negan and yeah. Carl. Good thought. Um, I think that ne- Negan, what makes him so scary is that he's not an idiot. He's just sadistic and twisted and really smart. And I know that somehow, I, I haven't read any of the comic spoilers because I don't want to know, but I think that... Um, Everyone that was there when all of that happened, I don't think anyone's going to be like, okay, let's retaliate now, blah, 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 blah. Like I think everyone for the first time is on the same page with being very calculated about their next steps. There's usually someone that like, no, we have to go do this now. And then they'll fucking leave the group. And then, you know, they'll go do something stupid. And it's like, why did you do that? I, I think this is the first time that won't happen.
1: Yeah, they're all so down right now. Um, And I think the person who's going to want revenge the most and who could really set things into motion is Maggie. Um, You know, she's like, get me to Hilltop. The only thing is, you know, she is pregnant right now and she's got to think about that. There's I mean, I don't know what she's going to do, but I think if anyone kind of sparks the whole retaliation thing, it might be her.
0: Agreed. But I think she's going to be, she's going to try, if she does do something, she's not going to do anything, I don't want to say reckless, because it'll still probably be reckless, but
1: I don't think she'll do anything rash. Right. It's not going to, it's not like we're going to see the group immediately turn around and retaliate. Whatever happens, you know, I think they're going to spend some time under Negan's control before they really push back. I mean... They really have to kind of, I think the show has to explore them being on the bottom of the totem pole and climbing back up.
0: I'm also really nervous to see what happens with the rest of Alexandria. I mean, how, how do you think they're going to explain that to everyone else that's there?
1: Yeah, I don't know. And what is going to keep them from all like just packing up and escaping somewhere else? Like, is it just that they're going to be like, no, Alexandria is our home. We have to defend this. Is it really worth it? Um, like what's going to keep Rick and them from being like, yeah, we're just going to move on. I mean, they've been nomads so far. Um, Daryl, I, I think the fact that they have Daryl, that was going to be my next question. What do yeah. you think is, is going to happen with him? Are they going to brainwash him? Is he going to try to fight back? I really don't know. I don't think they're going to brainwash him. And
0: I think if he gets some sort of Stockholm syndrome at this point, that would be maybe a weak spot. Yeah. In the writing. I think that, um, what makes Daryl so powerful is that he never gives up on that group. And the one time that he, he tried, he swayed and he, and he was with that crazy group. Um, it was never, it was because he truly felt like he was alone and he was the last person left and had to survive. Yeah. And we're way past that now. Like that'll never happen with him again, especially after seeing what happened with Glenn and, I just think he's going to do what he can to survive in honor of Glenn's senseless death.
1: I hope. I know. And I wonder if he'll kind of go through some emotional thing where he blames himself for that. I mean, I'm guessing he probably will because he's going to be by himself. And I could see Negan playing that on him and being like, you're the reason why Glenn died. I mean, he's not surrounded by anybody else, not by Negan's people. So I think Negan's going to really try to break him down too. Um, I don't know. And then we have Carol and Morgan. This isn't really a spoiler, but I think I saw something that showed, like, what episodes each character, each actor was in. And I'm not sure if that was, like, real or where that came from. But it looked like maybe Carol and Morgan's episode was going to be in in episode three.
0: Regardless. That that doesn't surprise me. I don't think that they— That doesn't surprise me. Like, we can't just hop— Like, right now, I don't give a shit what's going on with that tiger dude. Like, I just want to know, like, what's (laughs) going to happen in Alexandria? Like, I know that's coming. But that's, like, too much to lay on after this episode.
1: Right. Yeah, I agree. And we've got to see Rick get back to Alexandria um, in in the next week's episode and kind of see the aftermath of that. We have to see where all of our characters are emotionally after that scene because that was insane. Um, And then I think Carolyn Morgan, I'm very... I mean I'm excited for Ezekiel and the kingdom and to see all of that. But mostly I'm excited to see Carol and you know where when we left her she was just done. She was completely done. She didn't want to kill anymore. She was basically just done with life. You know, when Morgan found her and saved her and Carol's always kind of been one of the integral roles in the group's survival over the last couple of seasons and I'm just really curious to see how her and Morgan interact, and if he can kind of help her find find that balance and bring her back from the edge. I'm I'm ready to see to see that and see how all that plays. The one thing that I don't want is remember a few seasons ago when the whole group was like split up for so long; it got really annoying. Season four, it, yeah, yeah. I I hope that with in the first i don't know i hope at least in the middle of the season we can get carol and morgan back with the group and then at least have a path for daryl kind of getting back into the mix because i really don't want to go spend one episode with maggie and hilltop and one episode with daryl and negan over there and carol and morgan being separate like i i kind of dread that happening so i hope they can bring it all together quickly
0: I agree. And I think the difference with the season versus season four, which I think was, is the season you're referring to was that all the storylines were disjointed before. And what's happening now, even if there are, even if we're in Hilltop one episode or the kingdom in one episode, everything has like a, like a string running through it. Like it's all the same, like they're all fighting Negan. Yeah. And so I think that the fact that it has a cohesive storyline will somehow not make it feel as disjointed and frustrating as that season four was. And I wanted to go back to your comments about Carol. So from what I know, and again, we don't read into the comics because we're not bringing that in here. Um, That way we can avoid unnecessary spoilers that may not even happen. Um, Just so so from what I know base is just a TV show, the fan of the TV show of the kingdom. I think it's very interesting that they're bringing Carol there and introducing this right after what you had just said she went through, you know, she's kind of given up the kingdom to me. um, What makes it unique from what we know is that it has this element of faith. And I think that'll be very interesting for Carol's character.
1: Hmm. And
0: um, I, I'd like to see how that, plays into either bringing her back or, you know, bringing her back mentally or emotionally um, and seeing how someone else rules. uh, I'm just very curious to see how that plays into it. I just have a feeling that somehow, not like in the Father Gabriel kind of way, like I just feel like she's going to start to see how, I, I don't have any bad feelings about the kingdom. Like I feel like For the most part, they're sort of good. And so the fact
1: to see good people surviving and how they live, yeah.
0: But they also seem kind of like something we need to be scared of as well. So I think it'll be good for her to see that. And as well as with Morgan because of how he feels about being, he's all like Buddha and all that shit. And (laughs) so if the kingdom is like, has this sort of like religious faith-based aspect to it, it'll be good for him as well to see how far they go with this um,
1: religious foundation, if you will. If I'm correct. That's just my prediction. No, that's a really awesome prediction. I think that would be perfect. And I'm, I'm curious what role Negan plays with the kingdom, whether Negan has the kingdom under his control. I don't think so. So I don't know if the kingdom is like outside of Negan's like, circle of influence or if he just doesn't mess with them I'm curious how much power the kingdom has and how much they're aware of Negan because we don't really know anything about those two groups interactions yet um so that'll be very interesting I'm sure they're aware of him um Mm -hmm. so I'm very curious about that and you know I'm curious to see what role Maggie's gonna play she's gonna go You know, Glenn dying gives her an incredible storyline. I mean, a sad one for sure, but there's going to be a lot going on with her character. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how she comes out of this. I'm guessing she's going to become stronger and harder from it. Um, And maybe she'll take on a little bit more of like a, a badass role, a leadership role, because I think she's going to be hardened by the experience.
0: Oh, definitely. She won't give up. She'll just be hardened. And I think um, what Lauren Cohen said at, on Talking Dead, like, just made me tear up when um, Chris Hardwick asked her, so, what did you think, you know, of course, Lauren Cohen plays Maggie, uh, yeah. when Glenn said, you know, I'll find you. And she said they're star-crossed lovers. And whether it's this life or the next, you know, they will always find each other. Oh, and just God. the way she said it, she was, like, sobbing. <laughs> And I was like, oh uh, my God. Like, it's just, we're, I feel like, I feel like it ex- explains why this episode really launched a new era for The Walking Dead because the show isn't about love anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it is, but they're past the point of it's us or nothing. Like now Mm -hmm. it's almost like we're not surviving for the sake of us. It's like they have to, they'll learn that they have to defeat him for the sake of the world. Right. That's much bigger than them. And I think that's the only thought that can get them past this horrible, horrible situation that they're in.
1: Right. I had someone tell me last night, um, I watched the episode live at an event for partners in housing and, um, so it was at a bar and there was all kinds of people there talking about their predictions and what they thought about the show. And someone said that they felt like the show jumped shark a couple of seasons ago and that they feel like the show is losing losing it or whatever because there's no goal that anybody is working towards. There's no, like, cure that there's wor- working towards. There's no, like, hope. Um, it's, like, just kind of you know, a different obstacle each season, but with no clear like end goal going from season to season. And I was curious what you thought about that because I didn't really agree with him.
0: Yeah, the purpose of the show is to see, to me, is to see how far a person can push before they break. And And I think it's break in terms of like, what is worth, why, what is worth living for You know, is this every time someone dies, one of our core people dies, it's like, look at Tyrese's death or even now look at Abraham and Glenn's death. It's like, is it even worth going, moving on if this is the world we live in and it, the situation becomes bigger than them every time, you know, it's Mm -hmm. first it's zombies and it's like, okay, the zombies are always going to be there. Like, let's move on. Then it's sickness. You know, they all got, they had that virus that went through the prison and there's no way to treat it. So they have to live with that. They also have to live with cannibals. You know, there are fucking psychos like that out in the world. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, okay, we have to live with people that don't even know how to defend themselves. So it's the opposite end of the spectrum with the Alexandrians. It's like, oh, okay. Now not only do we have to deal with all this outside threat, we have to protect these people that are just clueless and naive. And now with Negan and crew, it's like, oh my God, this actually is the world we live in. It's bigger than what we thought. And there's no way we, you know, is it even worth trying to figure out how far his reach is? Or should we just accept living in the world that he's created? And is that even worth living in? You know, so it's just like, and especially being a parent, you know, everything has been from Rick's perspective lately, which I think was really brilliant by director Greg Nicotero, of course. Mm -hmm. And I think that's... That has to be what's running through his head now. He's protecting his kid from all of these different things. But as I'm sure, like any parent, you can't protect your kid from the world. But what if that's the world your kid lives in? And the fact fact that that Carl wasn't that upset, I feel like is even more traumatizing because he spent more life in this horrible world than not. Yeah. So he'll never know what he's missing. And so and now, you know, his bar has been set so low that it's just Rick's like, oh my God, like my kid is actually cool with me chopping his arm off because he just right. knows this is the world we live in. And I think that's mm-hmm. the most depressing
1: part. Absolutely. Yeah. That was really very well put. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Like what I was telling that guy last night, you know, is it it is one new obstacle at a time, one new obstacle each season, because that would be the world that they live in. There is no foreseeable hope. You know, they don't know anything else other than what's currently going on. And there's no cure. And, you know, Robert Kirkman had said before that he never plans on explaining how the outbreak happened or anything like that, because that's not what it's supposed to be about. You know, it's about everything you just said. So... Yeah, I'm still traumatized after last night's episode. I'm very excited to see where this season goes. I'm curious about the pacing. I'm wondering if, um, you know, they're going to end this season with Negan being taken down or if this is going to be a threat that goes into season eight. I'm not quite sure. Um, It seems like Negan, I mean, if they spent so long on the governor, seems like they would spend quite a bit of time with Negan because Negan is, the ultimate big bad here. We we have to explore Negan and all his people. And we have to explore Hilltop. And we have to explore the kingdom. And we have to explore how everybody is connected and comes together. And really, I hate to say this, but Negan, I loved watching Negan. I mean, he's horrible. But Jeffrey Dean Morgan plays him so well. And the character is funny. And he has a charisma about him. So even though we hate him, he is totally amazing to watch like I think the show would do well to keep him on as long as humanly possible
0: oh definitely I mean I, I don't know how you come up with a better villain than him so I think um yeah we got we got a lot to work with here we got a lot to oh, play yeah. with I'm excited um we want to hear everyone else's theories. Right now, everything is just, its unless you read the comics, you're just like, what the heck is even going to happen? Where can this even go? Um, so make sure that you tweet us all of your predictions at pure underscore fandom. Um, same handle on Instagram. Make sure you tag us and all your favorite Walking Dead memes, news, all that fun stuff as well and you can also check us out on Facebook and Purephantom.com. Lindy and I will be covering The Walking Dead per the usual all season long. We'll be putting up amazing fun posts. We actually put one up last night with um 29 thoughts we had while watching The Walking Dead. So if you just need like comedic relief from the most depressing episode ever aired on television, please make sure you check that out on purephantom.com now. And am I missing anything? Did I plug everything no. I needed to plug?
1: Yeah, that's it. And just make sure you guys check back each week because we'll be uh, recapping it and breaking it down. And hopefully we'll have some other, you know, a little bit more fun, upbeat things to talk about. That episode was the most depressing one yet. So kind of hard to say anything funny or fun about that one. But hopefully (laughs) we'll see a little bit more next week about where things are going with the show. So make sure you check back in and we will catch you guys same place, same time next week. Until then. apes out.